Okay. Welcome, everybody, to the Orville Citizens Oversight Committee, March 9th, 2021, 6 p.m. Roll call, please. Committee Member Goodson? Yes. Committee Member Smith? Here. Committee Member Grover? Here. Committee Member Flicker? Okay. I see Flicker on there, but he's muted, so he is present. Uh, Committee Member Malone? Committee Member Castro? Here. Committee Member Seichao? Here. Committee Member Terry? Here. Committee Member Quintel? Here. And Chairperson Delmar? Here. Okay, let's stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Salute. Pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. So there is um, on the agenda public communication, hearing of non-agenda items. Jackie, was there anybody that wanted to speak on non-agenda items this evening before we move on? Uh, Ms. Chairperson, I didn't receive any written communication. If there's any members of the public that would like to speak on non-agenda items, please raise your hand. Ms. Chairperson, I have one speaker, Bobby O'Reilly. Okay, Mr. O'Reilly, go ahead. Is there a time frame it's on this? two minutes. Two minutes. Mr. O'Reilly, Bobby? Can you unmute him or do you have control of that? Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. There you go. You okay. have two minutes, Bobby. I had to get my headset working. Anyway, thank you for hearing me. Welcome. Good to see all of your smiling faces. This is a meeting that is long overdue. Um, the understanding was that the Major U Committee was going to meet a lot more regularly than once a year or twice since the initiation of the Measure U taxes. Um, as a community member, as a citizen, as somebody who pushed very hard for the passing of Measure U, I find it extremely disturbing and discouraging that it has taken this long to have a, uh, a new Measure U meeting. I just had to get that out there. With that said, um, as you guys know, I pushed for Measure U wholeheartedly because we were told by the members sitting on the dais of the council at the time that they promised 75% of Measure U funding would go to our police and fire departments to enhance each department, to uh, make the departments better. The conversation was not to outsource the departments. Um, again, as a community member and citizen, it is very disheartening to see that, uh, that we're even considering getting rid of, or getting rid of is not the right term, um, contracting to another agency our public safety departments um we have to do something we have to step up measure you committee should be able to see know 
understand exactly what's going on with our major youth fundings at all times. That was the point of having citizens sit on this committee. If that's not going to be done, we need to figure something out. But uh, that's my comments. Again, thank you. Wonderful to see all of your smiling faces. That's all I have. Thank you. Ms. Chairperson, that is the only speaker we have on this item. Okay. Um, thank you very much. I'll just move on. Regular business, um, approval of the minutes. Um, actually, I'm going to make a remark. I think when it comes to the meetings, and Ruth, maybe you can help me with this. I know um, Huber had put out a piece that summarized the meeting expectations. And I know, especially with COVID this past year, we've, um, in lieu of meeting on a quarterly, which my recollection, it was, it was mainly quarterly for sending out the documentation. And if we had any questions and that we meet at least annually, am I, Am I? Um, I, th I think our intention is to meet in person quarterly. quarterly. I think we got hit with COVID and we got um, really um, hit by the wayside, and it was just it was just really hard for us. And since we were providing information only, there were no things to vote on. Right. We had just suspended the meetings unintentionally, but we definitely intend to have them in person quarterly. Um, the committee did receive quarterly information. Right. Um, but I'm I'm glad to be back and and we can we plan to continue with quarterly in-person meetings and my understanding even at that time um when we got the quarterly information yes there wasn't anybody that at the that on the committee that objected to not meeting in person no not till recently okay i mean i i understand i understand that i mean yes but we did get the information there wasn't any voting going on but point well taken mr o'reilly and we're here now. Thank you. Approval of the minutes. Item number one on the agenda. The Citizen Oversight Committee may approve the minutes for February 25th, 2020. Any questions or comments? Looking for a motion. Is there a second? Second. First and second and third. Is there a voting machine? We are going to have to roll call it because we don't have enough voting or we didn't have enough voting machines. Okay. Um, Chair, uh, committee member uh, Goodson? Yes. Committee member Smith? Yes. Committee member Grover? Yes. Committee member Flicker? Yes. Committee member Malone? Yes. Committee member Castro? Yes. Committee member Seychell? Yes. Committee member Terry? Yes. Committee member Quintel? Yes. Chairperson Delmar. Yes. The motion carries with 10 yeses and zero noes. Perfect. Item number two, revenues and expenditures for the current fiscal year. The Citizen Oversight Committee will receive an update on Measure U revenue and expenditures for the current fiscal year. That would be Ruth. Yeah. I just want to start off again by saying it's so great to see you all. I'm glad we're meeting in person. <laughs> Um, we are going to look over the worksheet that I provided. Um, usually I do a nice presentation, but since I was just emailing information in January, I emailed a little worksheet that I put together for the revenues and expenditures. On, on your seats, I have an updated one because the one I sent you 
was on January 14th. There were some more journals that posted since then, so I updated you, and it will be included in the packet when we post it on the website. So it just increased a little bit. The expenditures did. It was just probably too early for me to send it out on the 14th. Anyway, so we're just going to go over the revenues and expenditures. We can start with the revenues. Um, if you can see my screen, I'll try to make it a little bigger. Well, too big. Just for clarification for those on Zoom, if you zoom in on just the city screen, you should be able to see what she's sharing on her computer. Um, can everybody see it? Everybody see it? Okay. So what we're looking at here is revenues for September, October, November, and December. Again, to reiterate, the July and August revenue receipts go to the prior year. So we are only looking at four months full of revenue here. And, it, and I put the prior year next to it just for comparison, and you can see that we are doing pretty well. We only budgeted $4.8 million right here. I don't know if you can see my cursor. But we really downplayed our revenues due to COVID. We just didn't know what to expect. We did our budget very early in the COVID scenario. So both the, city, the general fund and this district tax fund were, um, we were not sure what we were going to get. So we were played it very safe and conservative. You can see that 4.8 is very low compared to last year's of 6.5 million. It looks like we are on track to be over 6 million again. I would say that pretty comfortably. So we, again, we estimated our revenues very low due to COVID, um, expected to be performing much better by, from what we see. Um, okay, so the expenditures. We have a budget of 7.78 million. You might think, well, why is that so much higher than the revenues that we expected, it's because we had a balance of the prior year of 2.8 million. Mm -hmm. So what we try to do here is, is make a budget for everything and spend everything. But as you can see, we're not quite spending as much as we should. We're only at 41% of our budget. Um, most of our expenditure budget comprises of these transfers. The capital asset replacement fund, we are doing a lot of purchasing of vehicles, public safety vehicles, public works vehicles, equipment. Um, we've been really fortunate to have that available to us. And the Capital Improvement Fund, we've been doing very much needed projects like the municipal auditorium upgrades and things like that. So they've been um, just, that just means everything to us. And reserves, again, we are going to put 1.5 in the general fund reserve, and that is being held in the regular general fund. It's just increasing by 1.5 million. So I want to reiterate, too, a lot of people might look at this as well. This is a district tax, and then we have the general fund. They're actually, for financial statement reporting purposes, they are the same. This is a general sales tax. So when we put the financial statements together at the end of the year, they're combined. This is actually general funds. So putting that 1.5 in the general fund is, you know, just because it's in the fund 100, it's still the general fund because they are combined at the end of the year. But we have a separate fund for this district tax just for this oversight committee. So we can see what we're taking in and what we're expending. So just to hopefully that clears that up a little bit. 
But you can also see that our departmental expenditures are much less than anticipated. I know we have some vacancies and mm -hmm. some some issues in hiring, but um, we're doing the best we can, and we're doing a lot better than last year as far as, as spending the money. So there you are. We have, um, we're at $2.4 in revenues, and we're at th about $3 million in expenditures. So um, we're spending more than than we're taking in right now, but remember, we only have four months of revenue so far. So we're in the next half of the year, we're going to have eight months. So anyway, I hope that makes sense. So the next part of that, that concludes item number two. Right, and that's for information only, so there's no vote on that? No, but I'll take questions. Yeah, questions? So how you do you, you call them now? Uh, okay. You, um, I mean, you call them now, right? You call who's up? Who went first? The, the chairperson can call on committee members. Ladies first. Thank you. You're welcome. It, it looks like it's on because it's got a little it, red yeah. ring on it. it it's not on. Much. There it is. It's on now. Thank you very much. Now it's um, off. Is it on? It's when on. It's, the red light means it's off. Okay. Thank you. Now that we have that figured out, I have a question specifically around... Um, an itemization of exactly what was spent in each of these larger categories and where we might be able to find exactly which projects uh, were, um, were, were done. Um, it does say bylaw number three that we will have um, an opportunity to prioritize projects and programs and make recommendations to city council. I really can't do that as a committee member if I don't have the detail behind exactly what is in in involved in these numbers. Sure, yeah, we can get into that. I know that when we do the budget and we um, produce a budget and we go over that, we do list what projects we're interested in doing. So at budget time, that is definitely something that um, the committee can do recommendations on um, for now I would be happy to go back and tell you what was spent out of these funds okay thank you mm -hmm. and also I did find in the um, in the bylaws that it, this committee does have an opportunity to meet actually it's in the city ordinance that the purpose of the citizens oversight committee shall be to meet with the city's department heads during the preparation of each fiscal year budget so I'm looking forward to doing that mm -hmm. as well mm-hmm it's expenditure specifically. Yes. Yeah. That's and so something we have an agenda item on for the next meeting, or how do we get that information out to the taxpayers? I think the next quarter would be a great uh, meeting to do to talk about budget priorities because that would be right in line when we're preparing the next budget. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Not just the budgeting process. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure I'm clear. Um, actual expenditures and where they went in a detail fashion. I understand. Thank you. Mr. Terry? Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know how to get anything on the agenda myself, but, but specifically in light of what we're looking at with the, the expenditure or outsourcing our police or our fire department, my question becomes, um, I struggle with that within the scope of what measure you was intended. And so I, I don't know how to address that. And I don't know where to go with that. 
Um, but I, I struggle with that. I don't, uh, I don't believe that Measure U was passed by the taxpayers with the intent of outsourcing our, our fire department to another agency. And, and I, I don't want to be out of order, but the same token, I, I don't know where to put it. Chief Legrone, may, I mean, I, we all, you know, people that have sat on this dais for the past several years have some ins and outs on that, but I think you could probably address, address right. it a well, little bit better. As it sits right now, no decision's been made, so there is no conversation to have until the council makes a decision and sends uh, it one direction or the other. You know, then the, we will come back to the oversight committee with a budget expenditure plan and identify what those uh, expenditures may or may not be. I would uh, keep the oversight committees um, or bring their attention to, regardless of which direction we go, either option is going to require financial support of Measure U. So these dollars will go into that. The enhancement of the service can be accomplished many different ways. Uh, we can certainly. Uh, discuss those things and we can certainly you know I, I'm open to everyone's opinion and everything else but ultimately that decision lies with the City Council right. not the Oversight Committee right we're if here I'm, to give recommendations and um, you know to look at the expenditures like Kay was asking for mm -hmm. you know she needs a breakdown of exactly what the items were spent on Sure, yeah. and I, I think the next item on the agenda will be helpful for that to get into OpenGov so you can go through there and kind of really, you know, drill down right. what, what you're looking for. Now, just to, so everyone's aware, OpenGov doesn't get down to, uh, just an example, we pay Tractor Supply $50 for nuts and bolts. I mean, it doesn't get into that level of detail. It breaks it down by department and by wh what those dollars were allocated for. Now, if you want to get into that, that level of detail, you really need to be specific about what you're asking. I mean, because we have no problem producing receipts, bills, canceled, well, we don't have checks, but showing how that they were paid. I mean, but we really need detail if you're looking for a specific thing. But OpenGov is really a good, useful tool to see kind of where that those dollars went. And I think where we kind of stepped off the track on this a little bit was because of the response to COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, we had never dealt with anything like that before, so we really didn't know what we were doing. And quite honestly, our hands were full with just trying to run the city council, our parks commission, our planning commission. Everybody kind of got pushed to the side along with this commission, and we were just trying to fill our way through that. Now that we're kind of getting on a little bit more of solid ground, we'll be more regular with that. And I think we'll have a really good budgeting session come the next quarter right. so you can see what our intentions are with the dollars what those projects are and then prioritize those for us so as we build the budget and take it back to council ultimately for adoption you know we can say you know you know wholeheartedly that the committee weighed in on that and provided feedback to us got it mr terry so not trying to beat a dead horse but trying to understand sure um i i understand when you said a decision has not been made however if while we have no actual power if our job is to look at the way the measure you dollars are are spent and there is a uh, a, a belief on the part of the committee that 
it was not intended to be that way, would that would that not be the time to weigh in even before the measure is or it's gone any farther? Or I mean, I I can only look the way I have to do things at the mission. So I sure you would have to have an expenditure. Right now there is no expenditure. There's not even a proposed expenditure. But once there's an expenditure, isn't it too late? Once there's a proposed expenditure, ultimately the council will make the decision. I mean, it sits with the city council. I mean, the board will look at it, have an opportunity to weigh in on it and provide their feedback. If they believe it's an inappropriate expenditure of the dollars, um, then that will be taken to the council, that that's what the oversight committee has brought back. I mean, and then ultimately the council will, has that burden of making those decisions for those dollars. <clears throat> Ms. Castro. I absolutely loved that session that we did in prioritizing the programs that we did um, almost a day it's, we spent doing that. And I would like to revisit that if at all possible because we're faced right now with the fire department issue. We're faced with the annexation of Thermalito. We're also faced with cha changing from at-large voting uh, to by-district voting. All of that, in my opinion, has a lot to do with the 1% tax, both in revenues and expenditures. And for us to accomplish what it really said in the bylaws, in the ordinance, and in the city ordinance as well, I don't feel like I can do that as a committee member um, with the amount of information that, that I've been given. If we need to have another special meeting, so that this committee uh, can do some roll up our sleeves again and do some work on this, I think it's warranted. I, I really do think that it's time for us to do that. And I do believe that it was the intent of the taxpayers to have the money spent locally on our police and fire department. If that wasn't the intent, I'd like to determine that so we can move forward because the next question might be, regardless if we go with fire Depart Orville Fire Department or CAL FIRE, there's a possibility you could go with CAL FIRE, but none of that Measure U money is going to be spent there. I don't know the answer to that question, but I'd like to look at the legality of any, uh, it's, it's difficult to determine intent, I know that. But the legality that this money can be spent outside contracting to another agency. I don't know the answer to that. I do know that the taxpayers have an opportunity to um, voice their opinion um, on, on whether we continue to have the 1% tax or not if it's going somewhere where they did not intend it to go. So I'd like to have uh, quarterly or as soon as possible something uh, for us to determine those priorities and, and revisit that again. A lot's changed. We're very excited about the POP team. We're excited about street improvements. And, and I'll be honest, this isn't, this isn't like complete. And Bill, I'll be honest, I don't know if I should ask. When you, when you said mm -hmm. to ask for details, I don't know what to ask for. Do I say how much was spent up on the corner? I like I don't know what to ask for. So but, how can I get? But a the same is reversed for us. We don't know what to answer if we don't know what you're looking for. I want a general ledger, general ledger that shows every expenditure. We've, 
Um, I, I suppose, how voluminous is that? Um, I don't know. Are you talking about the general fund? Are you talking about all funds? It's still very vague to me, too. Um, you mentioned that the um, it is a general fund issue and it goes into the general fund, right? However, you also said that it was, although it was combined, you said there was a separate fund for the oversight committee to report yes. to them. Mm -hmm. That's just at this high level? Or how did you get to these how did you get to these numbers, I guess? That is a district tax fund information. So I ask for district fund information regarding measure U. If you're looking for we really need to know what you're specifically looking for. I mean not just because in general that's what you got. You got what are the revenues that have come in? And what departments were those revenues sent to and spent out of? That's what you have in front of you. I mean, if you're looking for something specific, though, we need to know. We it helps us tremendously to know that. I'm sorry, I don't know what I how to so, ask. So you know it. what? So, I I think I I can be a little bit helpful here because okay. I've had Good. some situations also with Ruth over my tenure as the mayor, just meaning coming in and taking a look, and sometimes just scrolling through, and I. Like she said, the next piece of information you actually might, if you learn how to use OpenGov, and she maybe spends a little one-on-one -on -one with you also after this evening, like if you're trying to find, let's take for instance, um, pick a category that you would like to start with. Public works. Okay. $40,000. Okay. So what was that, spent? It, spent. I, actual spend. You yes. would open up, you would open up that category and I would, I would, if Ruth would be willing to do this, to have, have time to sit down and open it up on the computer and say, okay, what in public works are you looking for? Because it's, sometimes it's very complicated. Actually, public works might be a pretty complicated one. Okay. But uh, because it goes to so many, it's like an octopus. Code you know, enforcement. If, this, <laughs> but you'll that. see how much goes to salary, how much went to, you know, whatever they spend it on. And ultimately, all those line items add up to the $40,700. And so that's where you'll see the nuts and bolts. That's where you'll see they had to, you know, they had a flat tire or they filled up with gas or you'll see that type of expenditure. Um, I understand your desire to see all of that. I think probably coming from my perspective and maybe some of the other council members we've seen enough of that in the past but newer members possibly sure. don't understand that so i that would be it's a perfect opportunity for you to say oh yeah that's a lot of work and somebody in in Ruth's department has to code all of that and so to where it shows the transparency of every penny that was allocated for that um, did you follow that? I did, and I do understand the amount of work to code it. I've done a lot of finance work, so that's why it was my understanding that a general ledger type approach of this is all concrete, this is all hats, might be there for the transparency reasons. But, but that's also why we went to the OpenGov system, because the amount of paperwork that would be printed per person for every one of these is um, a tremendous amount of paperwork. But I would, suggest, I would suggest that you meet with Ruth 
to find the areas if it's not an open gov then she can show you on her computer and if she has to print some of that off for you that'd be great I'm not interested in reams of paper I'm interested in it electronically for the other benefit that I am one person of the 19,000 citizens and taxpayers and I think that they should have a very clear-cut understanding of how to find this information as well if they would like to do the research on their own without causing Ruth extra time and effort and paperwork. And I believe it's on open gun. Thank you. And I think that we could probably go back to over the course of the next month or so and try to come up with a more, um, take, take what you're looking for and we'll just take code enforcement and, you know, and we'll just take that number that's in there and say, create a secondary slide potentially or sheet that would show that, uh, and I'm just grabbing numbers off the top of my head, $5,000 was spent on fuel, $10,000 was spent on uh, you know, enforcement activities or whatever that was. That way you have a little bit better breakdown of what that is in there to provide you that information. Then if something piques your curiosity or just doesn't appear right, we can drill down into that in more detail for you so that we have a better idea to you know, kind of point you in the direction you're looking to and then you can point us for exactly what you're looking for. Thank you very much. Thank you for your patience with the new member here. <laughs> uh, no, it's good conversation. <laughs> so I just wanted um, to reiterate the ballot question. You know, it. I, I think one of the things that um, is hard when we get to a situation to where there's changes made in anything in the city that might be difficult for some people, um, but the ballot question wasn't just about police and fire. It was about public safety. And public safety comes in a lot of different forms. But I have a copy of the ballot question in front of me, and I'd like to read it. Um, the ballot question was as follows. To prevent cuts, to prevent cuts and restore essential public safety services including 9-11 response, police officers, gain youth violence prevention, fire protection, emergency medical response, and other essential services, including street repairs, youth and senior services, and park maintenance. Shall the city enact a one cent sales tax providing approximately 3.7 million, or excuse me, 3.7, dollars annually with a revenue requiring to stay in the general fund, the local control and independent financial audits and citizen oversight as a question mark. And people voted either yes or no on that. It didn't stop at just keeping Oroville Fire Department or Oroville Police Department. And I think um, because I sat in these shoes when all of that was going on, that the intent is to make sure the city of Oroville is secure. And how we go about that is the decision of the council. Um, and sometimes you have to turn over stones um, you know, when I was the mayor, we had to we had to let go of 44 people because we had no money. And certainly, we have the benefits of the one cent sales tax. And people don't realize that that one cent 
stays in our community. You know, the other seven and a quarter goes to the state, and the state then divvies back a portion that they think is appropriate for our community. In all of the years, um, I, you know, I've been here over 20 years, our sales tax was below the, the state average. And, and my thing was, is why, why is it okay to be, low, to be below the state average? We're now just at state average. And that's even after the state sunset a quarter cent. So the fact that we actually have money um, for the first time in forever, um, and you know, repairing the municipal auditorium, doing streets, you know, repairing streets and potholes, and having some money set aside when um, developers come to town and say, I want to build something or do something, that we actually have the ability to entertain the conversation um, just in general. But also getting back to the ballot question, it's what's best for the city um, when it comes to public safety in a lot of different areas, but it was never meant just for police and fire. And um, the ballot question was, you know, I just read it, was pretty clear about that. So I just wanted to make sure I read that. Any other questions or comments? I do have a comment. <clears throat> so as, as um, the chairman was reading the ballot question, what was going through my mind is what the the community and when you hear and your ear is um, hearing the pulse beat of the community here's the here's the defining point here in section three um, eighteen oh three o under the purpose it says to maintain and preserve city of Oroville public services including police protection fire suppression, vehicle repair and maintenance, finance analysts, and human resource services with the city. And so that is the huge, it's no longer a, a elephant in the room. I believe there's a pride in the room. And um, this is what the um, people's concern is about. Uh, I've heard many citizens weigh in uh, I'm going to piggyback off of what committee member Kay had mentioned and also committee member um, Pastor Steve Terry <clears throat> measure you and I remember Councilman Art Hatley who was in the back there sat at the end seat and he said, if you put this on the ballot, make sure that you um, have it approved, that the, the voters approve two-thirds. But the citizens were also told, we will have a citizens oversight committee that will oversee the monies. It was stated that the majority of the money would go for OFD for OPD, for those vital services, because we lacked the equipment, we lacked the personnel. 
We had OFD and OPD with boots on the ground, knocking door to door, asking for the Measure U tax dollars so that they could be able to perform at an optimum level of performance. And so now we are asking the people to approve spending the 1% sales tax dollars to an outsource to another entity. So that's really what you're up against. Uh, and it's tough. It's, it's, this is, it's, it's, it's going to be a really tough decision. It has been a tough um, discussion. It's going to get tougher. So there you have it. Thank you. Any other um, comments? Ms. Chairperson, you do have one member from the public that would like to speak on this item. Before that, I just want to make a comment. Okay. So and I appreciate uh, uh, Ms. Castro's comments. Um, and and I, just to weigh in from my perspective, you know, the term oversight is just that. So as you drill down into these particular numbers, I think one of the things that would be appreciated is levels of spending, you know, as things are proposed. Uh, and then I think this committee has a due diligence or obligation to the community as kind of the, the you know, you're out there in the community, your feelers are out there, you're hearing from the public, um, you know, opinions as to what they might think is important or what's of value. And I think bringing that back and weighing in on as you evaluate these expenditures, is it keeping within, I think, the overall um, context of why this measure was passed? So. I think providing that context, that opinion. So as you look into the um, expenditures and the ledger sheet and you drill down a little deeper into these, you know, ballpark or these larger numbers, which obviously there's a lot of additional expenditures that exist underneath them. We all know that. Anyone that knows how to read a spreadsheet, I think, appreciates that. Um, and so, again, and looking at also percentages. So is it, uh, as we look at, the, and there's not any percentages here being provided, as, so what percentage of any particular category is, is that going to, from the 1%, in other words, 1% represents 100% of the 1%, and so how much of, what percentage is going to police, what percentage is going to fire, what percentage is going to public works, and then is that an appropriate, um, a breakout of those expenditures. Do we do we think from the oversight committee? Do we think we should be spending ten percent more to fire, or you know, ten percent more to law enforcement? That kind. I think providing that kind of context is very very valuable as you take the temperature of the community. So I, I think I would certainly, as a as a council person, appreciate that kind of input. Uh, so just, you know, again, going back to, um, you know, I think answering or providing some additional uh, commenting to, you know, your, what you were seeking. But um, that's it for now. I'm all good. Thank you. And thank you for the question. Thank you. Any other questions or comments? Mr. And Chairperson, we do have one public speaker, Bobby O'Reilly. Mr. O'Reilly. Thank you for the opportunity to speak again. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I, I obviously do not have enough time to say everything that I would want to say right now. 
obviously Measure U is for public safety as a whole, okay? We understand that. However, with that said, you, Linda, sat on that dais when this was happening, and you and Art Hatley, the one time that I have really 100% agreed with Mr. Hatley, with Council Member Hatley, has been when he sat at the end of that dais, and he said he wanted a guarantee as to where this money would go. We were told out of your mouth, out of every council member's mouth, everyone who was involved with this tax measure as citizens, that 75% of this Measure U funding would go to the agencies for public safety, to the fire and the police and the top public safety of this city to ensure that we did not lose our agencies because at that time and prior to that time, there was talk about going to the sheriff's department. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why we approved the 1%. We, the people, myself included, out there fighting every day, stopped Measure R. You, Linda, asked me personally to help with Measure U so we can get it approved so that we can keep our departments and and finance our public safety that's why i fought for measure you that's why i knocked on doors boots on the ground i'm upset right now uh janet said in her comments a second ago that people are the people are being asked to approve this no janet i do have to correct you the people are not being asked anything we're being told what's going on the council needs to work at the will of the people for the people the oversight committee is to make recommendations to the council on what to spend, where to spend recommendations to. That doesn't mean the oversight committee is supposed to be told after a decision is made on where this funding is going for them to make recommendations on already spent money. That's asinine and it's, it's completely contradictory to having an oversight committee. If that was the case, there should be no oversight committee. My opinion is this oversight committee was put in place simply because it legally had to be. They don't want this oversight committee in place. What's the purpose if you're being told after the fact, as an oversight committee member, what the money was spent on? How are you supposed to make a recommendation on that? Put this back to the will of the people. You want to see this hey, money? Hey, Bobby, you Bobby, you've gone over. You want to see this $6 million? <laughs> Put it back to a vote. I guarantee we'll stop it. Okay, thank you, Bobby. Any other questions or comments? Anybody? Um, right. Um, Chairperson Dahlmeyer, may I, I'm not sure, may I still continue to ask questions after I hear the, the open gov financial piece? Or is this issue closed after we start the second agenda item? I have a qu quick question before Tim. No, you can you can ask a question if you have a question on OpenGov that um, I think they're kind of connected, and it's like Ruth started to say they're connected together. Okay. Thank so, you. So I just don't want to miss an opportunity. To, yeah, but I want to wait till I get more information. Thank you. Your Chief questions Brown. regarding this item need to be asked during this item. Okay. Uh, I, I want to make a comment. I'm kind of weighing out whether I wanted to or not. Um, just for context, uh, measure because measure R was brought up, and I read some of the articles back in twenty I think twenty fifteen. Some of the things that were said, uh, and and likewise, you know, when I was running for city council and campaigning, 
much to my um, I don't know. G generally I'm not a person that would uh, support a tax I'm pretty you know fiscally conservative uh, I, I like the government to stay out of my life as much as possible but given the grave circumstances that the city was facing and the difficult decisions that the council was up against at that time and certainly you can appreciate that uh, madam mayor and uh, of course uh, madam goodson and councilman hatley who are all here uh and and so you know we all want to see our city prosper and and move forward and so i supported that part of my campaign to support that but i i think that in the grand context of this conversation and how these expenditures are uh, being handled uh, measure r was measure r measure u is measure u right. and i think in in our in our um, passion for whether it's ofd and that issue they, they, they do have to be handled i think separately uh and and vetted out separately uh and so just i think just in the course of conversation as we move forward that we have to be cautious in separating very two different ballot measures two different you know um i think votes before the people and i do appreciate you reading the the ballot question because i think it puts in the context um the question before us but you know we have a lot of work to do and i think that, and there's lots of answers that need to be uh, given by um city staff by the council and and this committee serves a very important function uh that i appreciate um, and, and to provide, con again, going back to that context, input to the council, priorities that you sense and feel from the community, those are, are very, very valuable. And, uh, and we do listen and we do pay attention and we do value that oversight and that input that's given to us. But, uh, but again, I think it's important to, to have context and to maintain perspective here. Measure R was some five years ago. Measure you. What are the what are the responsibilities? What's the responsibility of this uh, this body, this oversight committee, to measure you, to its context, and and providing good quality uh, input to the council? I think is um, very well um, um, appreciated. So I just want y'all to know that you do serve a, a very vital function. I'm one of seven. I personally appreciate. It. I want you to know from me. I appreciate it, and so I value your input and your opinions uh, as we speak to these issues moving forward. And, and I sense that, by and large, I think that the overall the uh, council does as well. But you know, it's up to them to, of course, uh, I think communicate that. But I, ju I just just listening to some of the con the comments, I understand the frustration. I understand the passion, but I, I do think that that context is very important here moving forward so thanks thank you I so I have a comment okay you said something that um, sparked um, my my interest so my question is has this committee because I'm the new kid on the block here has this committee ever had a discussion on a sunset period for that measure um, measure you dollars a sunset period? Did you say mm -hmm. sunset? sunset? There is no sunset. No, there's on no this sunset bill. on this. But, so, but <clears throat> that is something that that a committee could entertain. It was just something that Kay had said 
that no, prompted the that. No, you can't. Did, no, the committee question. cannot entertain but, that. Because I, that has to be a ballot. Yes, um, ma'am. Okay. I got that from um, the bylaws of the committee. Bylaw okay, number two, term of you. committee, will disband 90 days after the end of the fiscal year in which all Measure U tax revenues are expended. So my question was, is there a date for the 1% tax to end? And I had heard there was a sunset, and you're saying there is not. No, Measure R had a sunset. Measure U did, did not. not. And that's what led me to my next question. If there is no sunset, the taxpayers do have the option to to revote. Whether we voted it in, we can vote it out. I guess I. But I just wanted to make it cl that point clear. But I had a couple other quick things. Sorry, it's been a year. <laughs> it has. I'm just surprised that it would I, even that the conversation would even come up to I, vote out a sales tax. I, I didn't say that. Please, Mrs. Dahmer. I'm just saying. I I do believe that that that's an option. That and is it was a general. An it was a general sales tax, and um, I believe there might be some confusion on from Measure R to Measure U on when it comes to 75% or two-thirds or what specifically it had to be used for because when the second time came around it really was we were we were it was a dire situation at the city and we'll pull up the recordings and it was a dire situation and measure you as a general fund um, it it's intended to be used for the public safety and the safety of the citizens of Oroville. Well, I'd like to bring it back to Mr. Um, um, Councilmember Smith's. I agree 100%. I believe this is an important committee. I believe that yeah. it does have a function. I'm frankly very disappointed in myself that at that February meeting, it was 14 minutes long. We looked at it, we said, rah, rah, that's great, and we left. I take accountability for that that I was not to what I think a, um, a, a, an educated person, and I regret that, and I'm making up for it now. Um, I am especially to Mr. Smith's point, bylaw number 3A, prioritize projects, make recommendations to city council. Bylaw number 3B, periodically, at least quarterly, review revenue provide recommendation to city council on whether revenues were collected and expended as approved in an effective and efficient manner. Mm -hmm. I'd like us to revisit the purpose of this committee, prioritize those issues, look at what projects in our city need funding and what don't. We have a lot of changes been made in the last year and a half. And I'm willing to do the work that it takes to get this committee itself back on track as a start to addressing some of these issues in our city. Right. Thank you. I think. I think. Um, sorry. No. no Chief. I think it's. I think it's good conversation, and it certainly, you know, it gives us something to work on, something to, you know, we need to absolutely, and I agree, just listening and participating in the conversation that we need to better. Um, improve this process i mean because i do believe it's a valuable process it well, is important that we oversee this but it is important that you know one of the things that i hear listening to this too is that in order to effectively and efficiently manage or run a city 
we can't do that quarterly meeting and allowing uh, a situation where, you know, how would you make a decision whether we fix this road or we fix that road? We have professional staff for that. So it, sometimes what we do is it's we're going to allocate, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, uh, you know, half a million dollars for road repair. I mean, so now if you feel that's a good use of the money, you know, there has to be that um, ability to entrust your professional staff to decide, well, which ones are, because, you know, I, I'm certainly not a road repair expert. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, the, the hole could be this big and not be that big a deal or be this big and be horrific. So anyway, so I, I think that's there. But I certainly what I'm hearing is that we need to find a way to refine this and work on refining this so it's a more effective process so that the, what we are expending the dollars on, the percentages and things like that, it's makes sense and you see where that do where those dollars are going thank so you. and certainly it's a good conversation thank you and i i know we got off because of the covid thing too and it's just I, I mean but it is it's a good time to start picking things up thank mr you. terry um just just a comment i i want you to know i am absolutely not confused between r and you i haven't thought anything about r until it was brought up tonight um, so I want to I want to clarify that, and I specifically remember, um, I remember uh, you specifically saying all monies could not go to public safety. I absolutely it had to go to the general fund as well. I remember that, and and so that is not the question for me the, at at all. The question to me comes down to. What is the public thinking? Because obviously the fact that I'm on this oversight committee, I'm hearing from the public too. And, and, and how did the public take it? Um, I understand what uh, Mr. Legron said when he said um, that the decision is up to the council, but the council is accountable to the public. Mm -hmm. And um, it comes down to that. What is the public thinking? And I would, I would example that by an analogy and you're going to say this has nothing to do with it. Well, it does. Um, I remember years ago when my wife and I bought our first van for my daughter. It was a wheelchair van. It was going to be a wheelchair van. Mm -hmm. And because it was going to be for Leela and she was in a wheelchair and we knew that there would be problems, we bought the best warranty that they offered for us that we could buy. And um, it was a bumper to bumper. Now, I'm a layman. If I'm a layman, what does bumper to bumper mean? You start at the front bumper, you end at the front end bumper, and everything in between is covered. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't about a month down the road, I had a problem with the electronic door lock, and Leela's door would not open. Mm -hmm. And that was a dangerous situation for Leela. Mm -hmm. And so I went back to them, and they said, I'm sorry, that's high-tech stuff. It's not covered under your bumper-to-bumper -bumper warranty. Okay? And I had to fight for it. So... The reason I bring that analogy into this is because I, my question is, what did the public hear? Because I guarantee you from everything people have said to me, and yes, I will be the first to tell you, I am passionate about this. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and, and I even have a personal interest in it, and I'll even, I, I'm not afraid to say that. But even with all that, the comments that I'm getting, what the public heard, they didn't hear public safety provided by CAL FIRE, okay? They heard public safety, and they're thinking Orville Fire. We had just gone through the question of 
shall we seek out um, bids from Orville Fire or from uh, Cal Fire and from Butte County Sheriff? And this place was packed with people upset mm -hmm. about it. And I remember that. So the question to me is, what did the public hear? Because the public, we can say what we want and we can read the measure. And I, no, I have no problem with what you read. But I will tell you, what did the public hear? Because what I'm hearing from people, um, that's why I asked that question. That's that. Is it a valid expenditure according to the public? Because what did they hear? And and so that's that's where I'm coming at with this. And I'll be right. quiet. Anybody else? I me again. Um, I have the ballot measure here in front of me as well. If I could just jump in here. We really need to stick to the agenda. We've kind of really strayed off of the agenda with the conversation that we've been having. So if we could limit our uh, comments to the revenues and expenditures, if the committee would like, we could certainly set another meeting where we could agendize this particular item and um, have this discussion. I mean, just but we're kind of really straight way off course here. I think we're right on course. I think we're right on course that, uh, well, I, Terry and I are on course, but I would like to hear from. <laughs> so uh, it, I think it is. we're on it's course revenues about and prioritizing it. Revenues and expenditures for the current fiscal year. We keep, we keep talking about the ballot measure and getting some confusion. And, um, you know, Mr. O'Reilly had a public comment that, that he brought up a couple of things that need to be researched probably. Um, but as Mr. Legrone said, we could put this on the ballot. Um, An agenda. The agenda, excuse me, on the agenda. But we just keep, we do keep going round and round about it, and all of us don't have the information in front of us. So if we're going to talk about it, um, but it really is, you mentioned a workshop is, is, really what we should have uh, yeah and talk about and bring that up at the same time you know to have the ballot measure read it everybody read it and come to a decision on their understanding with all the new members of what it means and then we go through well let's you know have have the administrator and the department heads do their presentations of what they consider that this fund should be used for, and then all of us put our little post-it notes and get it on there and do a radar chart and just say, here we go. Thank you. That's what I'd like to see happen, please. If we'd like, to, we could have a workshop schedule, and the first part would be to discuss what do we believe, measure you, what's its right. intended purpose. Right. I mean, that's, and then move on from there to determine what our priority is. Certainly, absolutely, it's a good and idea. And I think that's yeah. really what, because, you know, new members and just say, okay, here's, here's the, here's the reading, what's your, in, what's your intended thought process of that, and then we have to come to the meeting of the minds because how it's written and what it what it says, but we all need to have it in front of us and really have legal team and administrators here to explain what it uh, is legally. Thank you. I'd like to make a point of clarification when you say new members. Weren't we all appointed at the same time when the well, well relative? I think, Janet I think we have committee member Goodson is new, uh, joined us. Mm -hmm. She's versed in this. I mean, she's been with us all along. But I mean, and I haven't been here for a year. I haven't either. So we're all. And, and we, we will be all. assigning another member too over the next couple months to the committee because okay. we did unfortunately lose Miss Bunker uh, along the way. So we will be filling her seat. Thank you. Okay. I wish I said that. 
so at that time that would be good to have a workshop have a meeting of um maybe even the difference between measure r and measure u so we all have an understanding that the crossover sometimes of conversation of what it what the old one you know that didn't pass and then what the new one's intent was so all right any we're moving on from item number two item number three here's the open gov City, web, city website and open gov overview to access city financial information. Good evening, committee members. I'm going to go and show you how to navigate open gov. I appreciate all the discussion. I heard some comments made. I'm really hoping that this helps answer some of those questions. And um, committee member Smith, there are percentages for you on there. <laughs> Oh, on the, on, in here. Yeah, yes. kind of and all the percentages you could possibly want. Right. So on your, on your test. My, my eyes don't see that little, little guy. Oh, no, we'll look at it uh, better. Anyway, so you have uh, been given an updated revenue and expense sheet, and you've also been given um, some procedures so that you can go home and do this after we're done. And I'll go through it step by step. It's our homework. So, there's two ways to access the OpenGov website. You can go through the city's website and click on a link, or you can go directly there. I have on my screen the city's website. Hopefully everybody can see that. Um, what you want to do is go to services and scroll down to the finance department and scroll down to OpenGov. You click that, and there is a page with some information about OpenGov. I will add right now that it is a transparency portal that the city council voted to get maybe four or five years ago. Pretty much right when I started, I was asked to implement it, and it's been implemented. We pay $2,800 a year for this service, and we upload information to it monthly. So like I said, I sent you the information on January 14th, and we hadn't finished some journals yet, so we're actually trying to wait a whole month before we put, so probably February 1st we'll be putting um, December on, March 1st we'll be putting January on, so that way we can get all the journals done that need to be made. But it is up to date. We have a staff dedicated to it, and it is a financial transparency portal. We take that very serious in the finance department. We understand that this is the people's money. We're just we're just uh, allocating it, spending it based on actions of the city council. So, after you go to the city's website and see this OpenGov page, you can read about it. There is a link. Uh, I don't know if you can see it. It's in the first sentence. And you just want to click the link. And you are now being transported to OpenGov. So the first screen that comes up, this is a saved screen. Um, this is current year, month over month. You will see along the bottom it has July, August, September, October, November. These aren't separate months where we're giving you July expenditures, August expenditures, it is cumulative. So we're giving you July, and then in August you'll be seeing July and August. 
in September, you're seeing July, August, and September. So by the time you get down to December, it is six months full of information. It, they are not standalone. They are cumulative. So right now, we're looking at the total general fund because they are, this is how you would see it in the financial statements. You would see the district tax fund and the general fund together because it is a, a general sales tax, but I have separated out into another fund just for you. So you want to go to this, this word types right here, and there's a little button here that you click, and you could, you could see any fund that we have in the city here. We upload everything monthly, every single fund, all the different uh, accounts, all the budget units, and just for clarification, budget units are departments. It's just the way the state controller used it, so we used it too. So budget unit is department. So you can see now the saved view when you log into OpenGov is a general fund. That is, um, we could set that to be all funds, we could set that to anything, but most of our requests are general funds. So this is our default. But now that we have two general funds, you just click it mm. and you can see mm -hmm. that we have the option of looking at both together, they're checked. We could look at just the 1% district tax fund or we could look at the general fund. For tonight's informational purposes, we're just looking at the 1% district tax. So I'm going to unclick the general fund, and then I'm going to close it. So now we're looking at just the 1% district tax fund. If you want to scroll down, it shows you our revenues and our expenditures in detail. So you can see that July and August, we don't have any revenue. The revenue that we receive in July and August goes back to the prior fiscal year. And we started showing our revenues in September, which completely matches the handout that you've been given. If you scroll all the way down to December, you could see that our total, total revenues are 2.4 million, which match the sheet you were given. You could see that our expenditures are 3.1 million, which match this sheet you're giving, and the budgets also match. So everything is uploaded perfectly. If you want more detail, and I see that the revenues are already expanded. Um, it's ex you can collapse or expand it. It's right now it's expanded to taxes. If you want to click on taxes, it will even go further and tell you that is sales and use tax. So it kind of looks like it's uh, triplicated there, but it's actually just drilling down for you. So if there were another kind of sales tax, so if you look at the regular general fund, there'll be other kind of, there'll be property tax, there'll be TOT tax, there'll be other taxes, but this is the only revenue that this fund gets. So there's only one line. If you want to drill down in expenditures, you click this, and now all of a sudden you're getting more information. You, oh, there it is, it popped up. So it's telling you the major categories. These are major categories. This is the default um, setting, but this is the major categories that equal the 3.1 million in actual expenditures for the first six months. If you would like to see that differently, and it's in your instructions, go over here to filters, and now you have different options to look at different things. So you want to say, hmm, I just want to look at expense, expenses right now. And how do you want to look at them? Do you want to look at them by the major object that is shown right now on your screen? Or do you want to look at them by hmm, expense type? Or do you want to look at it by 
budget unit, which is the same as department. So let's switch over to budget unit. Now all of a sudden you can see that general government, public safety, public works, parks and trees, administration, all of these numbers match what I gave you perfectly. If you want more information, so I heard somebody say, let's look at public works. Let's look at code enforcement. You would just go here, click on public works, and it is going to give you everything that's under there. So there's streets and storm drains, public works, administration, parks and trees. Um, there's quite a lot of departments under that. Administration is basically we have a we have budgeted a staff assistant there and a janitor. So that's what's going on there. Um, public safety, you're going to get police and fire. And general government, you're going to be able to see nothing. We didn't spend anything there. So you can also do more filtering. You can pick which budget unit. I just want to focus on a certain budget unit. Right now they're all checked. Expense type, uh, there's only one option there. But you can go back and say, I want to look at expense type. Let's see what happens when we do that. So if you look under salaries and benefits, it breaks down everything that is under that category. So salaries and benefits is a major category when we're budgeting. You can see everything that's under there. There's PERS or salaries. I do want to explain uh, one thing. PERS unfunded liability comes up first, and you're probably asking why is the PERS unfunded liability more than the actual wages? I just want to tell you um, before you ask that that is because we pay it in the whole year we pay in July. And we saved $54,000 this year by paying it in advance instead of paying it monthly. So um, anyway, that's why it's more than the actual wages. You can see our workers' comp, overtime, Medicare, and services and supplies has a bunch of categories under it. Capital outlays are zero. So, so you can drill down and see, um, see everything by expense type or by department. So here's another little thing over here is right now we're looking at a bar graph. If you want to look at a pie graph, here's a little pie, or pie chart that comes up. I want to switch it over to um, I want to switch it over to department because that was that's what was asked earlier. Is like um, the committee maybe setting a target on so much percentage goes to this or that. This tells you what we did budget for this year. So public safety was 22%, public works 11%, parks and trees 5%, public protection. That is the budget for this year. There's So there's a lot of things that you can change and look at, and you have a lot of options. If that is not enough, I am happy to provide whatever information. I, I believe that the city's finances should be as transparent as possible. If this not, is not giving you the information you need, I'm happy to reply to any kind of request for more information. Are there any questions?
I have a question. Sure. On this pie chart right here, let's take an example of the general government has $4.5 million on it. Yes. Can you tell me where that money is? Yes. If you or look what at, it was spent on? If you look at this sheet, $4.5 was budgeted to go transfer into these other funds. So $1.5 went to the capital, capital asset. asset. Mm -hmm. Then $1.5 So we've only completed half of the year, so only half of it has been transferred at this point. So that actually hasn't really been spent it's reserves this is a budget yeah yeah the capital asset replacement fund has been funding police vehicles that's and right so, so technically that when you that's where i was getting at so a million and a half of that yes. went to police vehicles and different well it, it is put in the capital asset replacement fund to fund these things these things don't didn't get spent all spent all in the first year so we're we're seeing staff reports come that oh so and so needs a truck the skid steer is the most recent thing that comes and when they go to council they say the funding is measure you so that's right. where it's going to come from from the capital asset replacement fund or the capital improvement fund i mean i remember when I was still here, we needed some stuff in the public works department terribly. I mean, there were like 54 cars, that, 54 vehicles that needed to be. So that's, that's what that 1. million, even though it says gov general government. Yeah, they're all lumped together. They're lumped together, but if you don't want to see it that way, you could switch it back to major category and then drill down, and it will tell you the different. Okay. Uh, Councilmember Smith was going to say something. Just real quick, one of the things I'd really recommend, because when you initially look at this, it's a little daunting, and like that accumulative piece, at first I didn't, when I, I'm like, what's that? And so playing with the filters and kind of doing what you did, mm -hmm. but in your own mind as you're clicking and unclicking boxes and kind of after a while, oh, I get that, and I see what's going on there. So what I would really recommend uh, this body to do is to take some time and play with that uh, open gov site and click on unclick and and after a while you start to kind of under it starts to unfold for you and then if you have questions after that then that's when i would recommend you know picking up calling ruth you know if you get stuck on something but it takes like any other new piece of software if you've worked with financial software quickbooks whatever you know it takes a little bit of time to kind of understand what you're looking at but then uh you know after a while uh, the, the light starts to go on it, uh, I'm not necessarily the brightest bulb in the room, but it, 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 it started to go on for me. But uh, right at first, you know, it was a little bit daunting. So I just recommend to do that. Has this been helpful? I'd like to add um, a thanks to um, City Administrator Mr. Legrone and Jackie and Ruth because you've been extremely helpful in answering my questions um, th over the last couple of weeks. And I just want to let everyone know how much I appreciate you. And they, you guys mean it when you say if you have questions, call us. Right. You do respond, and I'm really grateful for that. So I wanted to um, say I appreciated that. And this is like more fun than Candy Crush. Yeah. I know, like, right? I can't wait. <laughs> well, and I think what we'll do, um, Chairperson Dalmeyer, is that I'm going to ask Ruth to put on a, a one-hour community workshop so that anybody that is interested in this can get this information, be available for it, and help understand this because I believe that transparency is extremely important and you know, the trust of the community is important in what we're doing and knowing that we're spending the money appropriately. Any other Our questions? Person. It's Mr. Terry. Sorry. Just, just a quick, only for this is a knowledge question. I see public safety. I see public protection. I, 
I know they're not one and the same, but just kind of. Oh, sorry, that's me. So code enforcement, I think I put under public protection. You can see the one hundred and eighty-three thousand. I should. I can go change that to code I wasn't, enforcement. I really <laughs> wasn't interested even in percentage or dollar amounts. Uh, I just didn't know the difference in code the code enforcement. Just didn't really fit in with police and fire. So oh, gotcha. I should just. Okay. Name, I'm and, go and if I could just just jump in one more thing on this graph, this is showing year to date, correct? Through December. Okay, this shows through December because our public safety budget is much greater than $1.7 million. So by the end of the year, these percentages are going to change in expenditures. So it will be different at the end of the year. Each month it will change. Well, I think what I was, what I was, when it, it looks like $4 million of this money, 4.5, is in the general government. That's our transfers. And I have to correct um, City Administrator Legron. This is budget. $1.7 is the police and fire budget. Yes, this is not actual. This is budget. Well, that can't be. Just for the seven. I mean, because we spend $3.9 million in fire. But that's just for that's, six, that's that's five months. The general fund. This is just the. Okay, so we're just looking at Measure U we're dollars. We're just looking at. Okay, at the okay. 1%, I just want to make sure yeah. we have that clarity because yeah. when I was first yeah. looking at it, and I think I'm probably like everybody else, I go, oh my gosh, they're only spending 22% of their budget on that's public all, safety. Yes, that's all. And that it's like, budget. I know that's not correct. So, okay, thank, thank you for clarifying that yeah, for me. Welcome. And I hope that helped other people out there that were watching this that or listening to this to understand that because I know it is confusing. I got confused. Um, I think yeah, others you, can too. If you want to look at both of them, just go click the box. And then now you can see what we do for both funds combined. <clears throat> so I need to change that public protection to be more clear. Public right. safety is 47.1% of the total budget. That, that looks better. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I, sorry for the confusion I may have caused. <laughs> I was just the moniker. Just the name itself was, I just didn't yeah, know. Yeah, you're right. right. You're right. It could be So while more clear. we're here um, and doing this, it was one of those questions now that I've seen some of the Measure U. Can you tell me how much of the Measure U funds has been spent towards the PERS retirement, um, the catch-up and stuff for the public safety? Is that something um, that you can drill down here? Measure you. I can get that information for you. But it's not, you can't really find it. Can you find even something close on here? So where would that be? It would be under salaries and benefits. Okay. And there's unfunded the liability. Unfunded liability. <clears throat> and the PERS bond. And the PERS, that's just PERS regular. Mm -hmm. So there's three different PERS. So it's the here. PERS bond and the unfunded liability. Yeah, but I'm really wanting to get to the bottom to scroll to the end to see what we budgeted. So we budgeted f oh, half a million, more than half, almost $600,000 for the unfunded liability. Out of Measure U? Yes. And so that's 600000 Where does that show up on the 1%? It is right here on this screen. It's under salaries and benefits. If we switch over to departments, it'll be under that department that it's being paid out of. So on the big screen where it showed the general fund liability at 4.5, is that under pu just public safety then? Would no, that the 4.5 is, is under general government. Understand, but where does this figure, that 500,000 figure, show up? 
this budget figure of 584102 mm -hmm. is right in here under salaries mm -hmm. and benefits. Okay. So that's if we switch on... to departments, it's going to be dispersed in all the departments. Would you like me to do mm. that? Okay. No, it was going back to the one that sh that was showing everything. Okay. And so that two point, excuse me, the 584 would be confined in the public safety figure already? It would be in all the departments if on the other view. Got it. Okay. All of the departments okay. would have that be paying. It's allocated to under all protection, of them. Under protection, under all, all of, of it, yeah. Okay. Yes, everybody has to pay for that. But that's right there is, okay, so it's added all in already. Uh -huh. Got it, got it. Yeah, I know. Any other questions or comments? Ms. Chairperson, just for the record, there's no public speakers wishing to speak on this item. Okay, so that <coughs> takes uh, care of item number four. Three, we've received the information. If anybody has any questions um, for Ruth, that'd be great. Bill, did you need to say something else? Yes, I did. I've just, uh, as long as the, or if the committee is good with it, we will set up a special meeting to have a workshop so that we can work through some of the issues that were discussed tonight and give us more of a time to do that um, if the committee is good with that. And what we will do is we will send out a couple dates and see what works for everybody, dates and times, and see what works around your schedules. And then we will get that moving forward. We'll try to get that done in the next 30 days or get it set up to happen in the next 30 days. So to be so to be clear, this is going to be more than just an hour or two. It's probably going to be a three or four hour. It'll probably be um, a half a day. Goal setting session. We're all going to have our little post-it notes. It'll be similar to what we did with Jess. I think that one worked out really well. Yes. Um, that the, the city administrators and or department heads are going to give feed you guys some ideas or come also sure we'll, we'll come with what our what our intention is for the next year or what our plans are and then of course we will hear that we'll hear what the priorities of the committee are and then we can reformulate those ideas and thoughts once we hear what the committee is you know wanting to see out of that yeah i think i mean for me i think every department really um should do a presentation on what they feel that they need for public safety dollars to run their Department. Well, we will have uh, you know we will have every department head there that we have, and uh, I'll be there, of course, and you know we'll have everybody there to try to get as much feedback as we can. Perfect. Okay, this meeting is adjourned. We'll wait to hear from you for the next um, special meeting, but the next regularly scheduled meeting will be May twenty fifth, twenty twenty one, at six p.m. Thank you very much.